Welcome back to Passion Reflex. I'm your host, Demi D, and today we are talking about ways that you can see someone's true colors. Thank you so much for listening to the last episode of Passion Reflex, where we were talking about having a good laugh. If you have not had a chance to listen to it yet, I appreciate you listening when you do. I know there are some of y'all that are really good at feeling out someone's vibe and kind of just gauging whether or not this is someone you want to be around or someone you want to have in your life. But for some people such as myself that tend to have a little more faith in people and them being a good person or having good intentions, this is for us. There's an article titled 12 Proven Subtle Reactions That Will Show You Someone's True Colors on the EmpoweringWomenNow.com website love that website title, and it's by Celine Kinder. The first one goes over, notice how they argue with others, especially their loved ones. Good people fight to solve problems, not to make others feel like the bad guy. There's something attractive about when human beings can find reason and finding reason within yourself to look at both point of views and in any circumstance when you're arguing with someone is more credible than just feeling like you are always right and that is something that is very attractive and it could be in your loved ones it can be just in anyone it makes you more attracted to want to be around that person if they're more reasonable versus always voting for themselves number two notice how they handle any sort of rejection they say are they comfortable with hearing the word no do they get angry and think themselves more important than others or do they accept the fact that they can't have everything and please everyone that is a really great one i think a lot of times it happens in the service industry with whatever service you are doing it is really easy to be in that industry and find these types of people that one second totally fine they're getting practically not everything they want but everything in a in a sense is going their way and then all of a sudden when something goes wrong they are someone completely different you don't know that person and they're just complete opposites of each other once they get angry and decide that they just want to not want to act that way but they don't most likely have as much control as someone who is able to remain calm and try to think the problem through versus reacting right away. Number three, they say look out for how often they get angry or change their emotions drastically. So that kind of goes back to number two. They say this will tell you a lot about whether the person is emotionally stable and if you should deal with them. A lot of times I feel like, especially when it does come to any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship um, that you are trying to build with someone, it is almost like a make it or breaking point where if something bad happens between both of y'all, it's or in general, if something that wasn't supposed to happen occurs, it is pretty easy to either react and kind of make that the breaking point or again think it through and try to work it out but a lot of times and I've known someone a few people pretty closely where they will be totally fine with me and then the next second something goes wrong and they're just acting 
very personally, they're acting very different with me. And that is something that it hits home really a lot because it really does show someone's true colors when they are being really close to you and nice to you one second and then they're very distant. And it's sad, but I think a lot of times we find ourselves kind of overthinking things. So if someone's treating you a little bit different, you don't truly understand why and you're trying to wrap your head around it. If you're like myself, you kind of go crazy thinking, okay, why did they treat me different today? Why are we not feeling or vibing the same way that we were? Number four, pay attention how fast people respond to questions. This can give you an idea if they are an introvert who usually take the time to gather their thoughts or an extrovert who tend to almost think out loud and love to talk. I I can say personally, I am both because I'm all about mindset and I've, of course, this is something I'm always trying to improve on, but if I am... If I had a long day, and I mean, it's a lot of, whether it's work combined, just mentally a lot, it's a combination for me where I need to have almost like preparation in order to be my best self when I talk. When I do this podcast, it isn't as simple as me just pressing record. I have to get into the mindset of recording and be able to make sure that I'm not only going to enjoy this, but that I'm also going to do my best and be able to communicate the best possible way I can versus just pressing record and being like, well, whatever I get, I get. And, you know, I'm all about mindset. So even hours, and I mean, almost even more than a day's worth of preparation I go through so that I can be ready. And I guess that's also a thing about living out in the country now is in the city, I would be able to like open the door and expect for my next door neighbor to just be like, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? And I was ready for it. So that is something that has changed. I haven't always been that way, but I do find comfort in being able to being 25, almost 26. I enjoy who I am becoming. And I think that when you have more time for yourself, like your me time, it makes you more of an original version of yourself. And it's not as mimic. Like when I was homeschooled, I remember I wasn't all about the trends and I wasn't all about what was looking, you know, looking the best and everything because I was like, you know, I'm at home. I can be me. I can focus on other things. I can do things that I wouldn't have had time for because I was wasting time thinking about other things like trends. And so that's kind of how I feel in the country is I'm not waking up and be like, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, do this and look great and do all this stuff right away. I can do things that I would have not necessarily made time for because I would have spent that time doing things for you know, whatever it was, the trends, the hype, doing things that just kind of didn't make sense. That was the old version of myself. And now I feel like I'm both an introvert and extrovert. And I love to be around people, but I love to be alone as well. (laughs) Kind of just depends. So number five is see how they react to change of plans. 
it shows whether there's someone who considers the world to be in a constant state of flux and hate constrictions, or if they are someone who's rigid, who decide on a clear plan of action and follow through on every step. I am the worst at actually, I meant to go back to four and five. I'm just going to combine both of them. Um, I'm not able to just answer things fairly quickly. I like to think these things through. And I think it just goes back to not wanting to make regrets or say the wrong things. And that is an insecurity that I'm trying to grow with. And number five, see how they react to a change of plans. I'm not, again, I'm all about mindset. So if I'm counting on something, I'm not going to get like crazy angry, but I do get disappointed. I take a lot of things to heart. So it's not necessarily like that would be the breaking point for me, but it is something that people close to me know well that if I think that something's going to happen and it doesn't, I I do feel very defeated. I feel as if like I did something wrong. And I, it's not something I take out on people, but it's something that I have a hard time of digesting when like something changes dramatically. Small changes here and there, I 100% do react still, but it's more so when it comes to something that is a little bit more permanent or a little bit more drastic than just like a small change of plans. But I'm very bad at that. I'm just going to say it's something I'm constantly trying to work on though. Number six, see how they handle blame. You can tell a lot about a person by how they handle blame. Do they assign it to others or accept it and take responsibility for their mistakes? I, this is one I actually do feel comfortable with saying that I have improved on a lot is being able to own up to my own, you know, actions. And I feel like it's very, it's, it's very hard to be able to admit things. And I think that doing those podcasts, I'm able to accept things and say it out loud and be like, this is what I'm doing. So this is what I'm working on. And when you put yourself on blast like that, it hopefully does have some type of change or reaction to yourself. And that's 100% a reason why I now, when I, I'm on this podcast, I feel like it is a perfect opportunity to say something and mean it. And so, again, that's why I have so much of like a mentality I have to get into before I can just press record because I'm not going to be over here saying, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming and not mean it. So that is something that I can say when it comes to being able to own up to things and being able to express my own experiences and be able to have other people hopefully know someone who's going through it or at least it being some type of way it's being relatable, some form of it relating to someone. And that has always helped me is knowing that I'm not alone and I'm not going through anything alone. Whether or not I know someone that's going through the same thing, I know for a fact I'm not the only person, the only human being going through it. Number seven, notice how they talk about the less fortunate. People with zero empathy will never even mention the the disadvantage, the homeless, etc. You can also notice how they treat these people whenever they meet them. But that's not a small and subtle thing. So that is something that I have experienced and 
I think that is why it is one of my pet peeves when someone just is so full of themselves. I can't handle that. That is something that I am not here for. I don't care who you are. I don't care how attractive you are, especially when I was single. I would find maybe like 10% of myself would be like, oh, this person seems fun. The second they would say or do something that was condescending or just proving that their head was up, up in the sky, I just could not, oh my gosh, I could not hang. And I still can't to this day. I think that is a reason why I am so much more of an introvert is because I know I build, I try at least now to build myself versus being around people that are going to break me down. And I've met so many people that swear that they are like positive and you know, that they're here for other people and including myself, I will catch myself saying or doing things that I'm just like, wait a minute, hold up. No, like, no, I can't, I can't accept that. I can't truly say that that doesn't bother me because I think that's my new thing that I always say is when I'm having some type of problem, more or less, it's a first world problem. So I'm like, you know what, who am I to complain about this? There's people going through so much worse and I'm over here complaining about that. Like, so I think that's where it comes uh, from is just my irritation when it comes to people that complain about things that aren't truly problems. And even though we should always show empathy, it's also very important to make sure that we ground ourselves. And when you're not grounded, you pretty much don't have anything to go off of. You don't have anything that you can truly say, like, these are my roots. Or even if you didn't grow up in a certain situation where I just always accepted people in a way where even if I didn't truly understand their story or what they're going through and they're in a tough spot, I never just fully judged them. And I do owe that 100% to my parents who embedded in my brain that there are circumstances that sometimes are beyond control and you can't just look at someone and read them. Like you can't just evaluate someone based off what you see. There's so much that they've been through and there's so much that you don't know that you can't just either blame them or think you know what's going on when all the time it's just it takes someone to truly explain their story or even just having that empathy don't be so bothered by things that you can't control if there's someone that you don't like or stereotypes that you don't like then you need to get those out of your head you need to clear your mind and realize that that shouldn't bother you and Yes, there are things that you can do. You can make changes in the world, but be that change. And that is such a very cheesy and cliche line, but it's true. You can't complain about something when you are not helping yourself or helping to change yourself. We're all about evolving. So I don't think, I think everyone deserves a second chance. And I think it is really important to just evaluate yourself every day because it won't hurt.
Number eight, notice if their main focus is on the past, present, or future in conversations. They will show you a person's way of thinking and whether they're nostalgic or full of regret if they're focused on the present or worry about the future. I always talk about the future, and I think it's because even as a kid, I was always so infatuated with believing like you can be whatever you want and I think that's such a powerful line that sometimes is like an over just a very repetitive line that it kind of and it's just I'm just being real but like you know a line like I love you like it's very it's loosely said nowadays and you can be whatever you want to be is totally awesome for it to be loosely said but it's not as powerful when you remember just different people in your life telling you things a lot of people would always you know repeat that and I think that growing up and believing it and never trying to lose faith in that is something I hold close to me you can be whatever you want to be and I think because, and this is so true, because I do have actions in the past that I just recently have been, you know, letting go and not having so much regret, I have a lot of empathy. And so even when it comes to things that are already done and did, I will have that those thoughts in my head just keep going and going where I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I do that? If I wouldn't have done that, then this wouldn't have happened. And it's just being human. And I think, and I want to say that a lot of that has to do with me never trying meditation, never, you know, focusing on letting go. And I truly appreciate the different forms of healing that really, like meditation that really just help you let things go mentally. And I think that is really hard to do, but eventually I do want to get there where I'm like, okay, I'm talking about the present, I'm talking about the past and the future all at once, or, you know, that way it's like I am wanting to live now. I am proud of where I, what I've been through and I'm excited for the future. So hopefully one day I'm like, I'm, I'm working there. I'm getting there. Number nine, notice if they think their decisions will affect others or if they only think about how they'll be affected. This can also tell you a lot about how a person thinks, whether they're more empathetic and consider others in their decision making or if they're more selfish and don't really care what others think. I think it's, in my opinion, I feel like it, Nowadays especially, I think you just have to be, you have to be both. I think you shouldn't be too cut off from your emotions where you're not caring what you're about what you're saying and offending people and knowing you're offending people but you don't care versus not talking at all because you're afraid of what you'll say to offend them. And I'm really bad when it comes to just like keeping keeping my mouth shut and not saying anything. And it's because I was raised with really great family members that would tell me, they're like, you can't say things like that. You can't say things like that. And it's like, thank you. I appreciate you 
saving me and making sure I'm not, you know, regretting things I'm saying. But at the same time, I feel like I myself haven't grown out of thinking that way where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. And then later on, I'll be like, dang it. Why didn't I say that? Like, I truly meant it. And it's someone else saying it. And I'm like, I agree. That's what I was thinking. Because it's so hard to do that. But at the same time, if you don't stand up for what you believe in, it's really hard to be able to say you're standing up like with all that you have. So I think making the decisions that will affect others is important, but making sure that you're still doing what you love and although it might affect some people that you do love, making sure that it's worth it. And I think that's where the line is drawn, where at least making decisions that affect others It's not something that you'll regret with all you have. It's something that you believe in that might be a little bit unbeneficial to them, but it's still going to sit well with you at night. You know, you're going to be able to sleep. So that is just kind of where I stand. It's kind of in between. Number 10, notice if they trash talk or gossip about other people. They'll probably do this to you when you're not around. I am really bad at saying what is on my mind, but I'm very, I'm very like straight up about it. And I think that's kind of what catches people off guard is not that I'm straight up, but the way I go about things is very like, whoa, I didn't know you're going to say that. Like they always tell me things like that. And I think that's kind of where I'm at right now is I'm not truly trying to cut off what I say but I'm just trying to find ways of how to say it. And I'm trying to be able to speak more freely and be a little bit more, not up in your face about what I mean, but just more transparent and respectful at the same time. So I am working on not having so many like little stories to tell people, but I think that's what makes me me is like, Whenever I'm around someone and I have these little stories to tell and it's just like not even gossip, but it's it is just like details in my life um, where I'm like, I thought this was funny, but it's about myself. Um, I feel like it's like both. Like sometimes I'll be like, okay, I took it too far. And then other times I'm like, what's the big deal? Like I'm just a human being. I can talk about this. Number 11, notice if they hang around with other people for perks or for the company. This is what aka is now called clout and it's just being around people so that you can get it's more of like social media more followers and everything but it's still about the same idea I do like how it does say do they meet the per- that person just enjoys company or are they more interested in the gains that they can get from him and I think it's very I don't know if it's very easy to see or clear to see, but that's one thing from owning businesses where I kind of felt that way with a lot of people and that kind of made me push them away was that I would be very giving to people and I would expect that whoever I was around was appreciative of that and understood that not everything is free and 
it was really hard to learn how to say no and cut people off. Not when they were talking, but cut people off and be like, no, like, I'm not going to do that for you. You're asking way too much. And the more people and close friends and family that I talk to about this, it's a lot easier now. But years ago, you know, anywhere between five to seven years ago, it was a lot harder because I felt like they weren't with, they weren't around me just to get things. And that's the part about growing up is you learn to balance things out. And one of the things that I've learned is when you are around certain, not certain people, but when you're around people and you're in a certain environment, you'll begin to pick up things and you'll realize how they act, especially when you're like in a big setting, like when you're a group setting, you can see one by one how people treat other people. And when you're in a group setting, especially people that you know and or that are close to you or that you grew up around or that you kind of know more or less what they are more or less about or what they like, it's really easy to start picking up things and being like, wait a minute, like they're not either treating me this way or they're asking me for this too. And you start realizing those things. And that's a good thing about balance is you don't want to be gullible. So you want to have faith in people, but at the same time, you shouldn't ever sell yourself short. And you want to have that self-worth to keep and be that, be that backbone for you. So that's something that I learned recently. Again, just, you know, having that backbone of self-worth, self-worth. And I can't tell you that I've been doing it. It's just something that, you know, every single day I'm trying to do. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, you shouldn't and you, you know, my heart says you shouldn't stand for anyone ever talking down to you. And I know it it happens all the time, whether you're in the service industry, whether you own your own business and there's customers, like, you know, there's a lot of different ways that it can happen. But at as for what you can control, there are so many different tactics. I love killing people with kindness, and that's one thing that won't get you in trouble with the service industry is, you know, them walking down and like, okay, thank you, have a wonderful day, and that kills people. And something that my husband just told me recently was people know that ang- anger gets reaction. So if they're going to make you angry, they know that they made you react, and they in their head are like, yeah, I want. And so when you kill people with kindness, it it not only angers them more, but it makes them feel defeated because they didn't get you to just turn on that switch and be angry. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and I, I thanked him for that because I was having one of those days where I was like, okay, I don't know exactly, you know, what I can say or do to feel better about this, but when you treat people the way you want to be treated, like what you learn in kindergarten, life is just so much easier. And you spread that type of vibe to everyone when you're just being authentic. And I think that being around more authentic people is awesome because you're just going to be more and more proud of being authentic. And I think that's really important.
Number 10, notice if they trash talk or gossip about other people. They'll probably do this to you when you're not around. Okay, I just said this. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so that's really something that you shouldn't do is I can't say like, you know, growing up with like girls, girlfriends and people around me, it's really easy to do this. I think it's almost like it, there's something about that intimacy that you have with your best friend where you're like, well, did you know that this happened? And I think that it's so overrated, but at the same time, especially when it comes to situations like that where it's you're in the service industry and something just happened, that's pretty much, in a sense, gossiping, where you're like, well, this happened, and then she told me this, and this customer said that. And it's so it's so petty, but sometimes it's so healthy to vent, and I think if it was one or the other, if it's like a stranger that you most likely will never see again, I think it's healthy to vent because you're just going to have that pent-up energy all day. And if you have someone to confide in and ask for help, then that's different. If you're just trash-talking and for no apparent reason you're like, well, this girl was wearing these shoes and it was gross and, okay, no. Like, that's just worthless. Like, that that's just worthless conversations that you're having. So I don't stand for that for sure. Number 11, notice if they hang around other people for perks or for company. You guys, I'm just repeating myself. I'm so sorry. I, I scrolled the complete wrong way. So, again, I'm human. Sorry about that, guys. And number 12, and lastly, notice how the vibe changes when they walk into the room. Does the room suddenly seem quiet, maybe lighter and happier? It's basically how their presence affect, affects other people around them. I do notice this. I I would always notice this um, at school, and when I read this, I thought it was really cool that they in, put this in here and included that because there were a lot of moments in my elementary years where I would just see the room light up with certain in a really cool way and in a very admirable way when people would certain students would walk in the room, other students. It wasn't like everyone was like, oh, no, this person's here. But it was very just like seldom, very quiet. And I think one of the really big representations of how important and how valuable that is is when when you try to not be the center of attention, but you just try to be yourself. And I just so happen to be loud all the time. So whenever I wasn't at school or at work, for whatever reason, I would have people be like, oh, wow, you weren't here yesterday. This happened. And they would notice. And especially when it was around a big setting, like a big group setting, I'm like, whoa, you guys noticed that. They're like, well, yeah, like, we know when you're not here. And I'm like, oh, okay, hopefully that's not a bad thing. I mean, but I feel like that's very important when you can make such a big impact on someone's day. And I hope that that was a good thing that they noticed when I wasn't there. But 
when you just make people light up or you see them light up or you say things to them that cause them to light up, I think that's so beautiful and it goes to show how strong energy truly is. We always talk about it, but energy really is so powerful. And when you look at someone, whether it's a stranger or someone you know, your wife, your husband, and you look at them and you tell them something that comes from the heart that you mean, whether it's you look beautiful, you look amazing, I love you, and you see them light up, I think that's so priceless. Like there's nothing that can recreate that. And I have always been called a flirt and I just love to love people. And I'm not ashamed of saying that. I can walk in a group setting and hopefully ten, nine out of those 10 people are going to walk out being like, oh yeah, like she was all right. She, you know, I had a conversation with her and I try to be positive all the time. And a lot of times that's the most, like the most common side that people see. And they don't expect for me to be, for me to get angry, for me to argue, for me to do things like that. And I think that is a blessing. But at the same time, I always feel like I kind of have to prove myself where I'm like, I can put my foot down. I have a say so, like I can do this and that. And it's just all about balance. So I feel like when I walk in a room, I shouldn't care about making everyone happy, but a part of me does. And when I walk in a room, I hope that people are happy to see me. And I'm happy to always, for the most part, be around people. And I feel that way. When energy transfers in a room full of people, you see it. And that's why when a baby, you know, walks in a room, or not walks in a room, when a baby walks in a room, when a baby comes in the room with, you know, their mom, dad, whoever, and they're there, everyone lights up. And I love that. And I've been told by numerous really cool people that, That is so many different ways of putting it, but that's the light that, you know, God gives you, like, that's that spark of energy that you can be, and there's so many different ways that it was put, but one of the most important ways that I can say it is just being that light to someone is priceless. No one can recreate that, and, like you can't fake it in other words like you can't recreate that if you're doing it authentically it means something and it's amazing but you can't fake it and I think that's beautiful when you can truly make someone light up so that was basically that article and I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Passion Reflex I know I ranted a lot but I really did like this article and I find that it does help just kind of remind ourselves that just trying to be your authentic self is the most important thing. Everyone makes mistakes. Don't be ashamed of the mistakes that you've made. Don't be regretful. Try to at least, you know, if you're thinking about thoughts and you're like me and they're just racing in your mind, 
try to at least, you know, vent and put them on paper. Do whatever it is that helps you express them in the most healthy way that you can. And if you feel like you're alone, that is something that our mind just creates that mentality. But you're not alone. And I would truly appreciate and love to hear anything that you have to say. There's a voice message that you can leave here on Anchor. There is my DM box that is waiting for you on Instagram. My username is D-E-E dot D-E-M-I. That's D-Demi. That's D-E-E dot D-E-M-I. And I would truly love to hear anything that you have to say. There's so many times where I know I talk too much on here, but it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk. So I hope that you guys appreciated this episode. Please feel free to give me any feedback, any type of conversation that you want to have, um, and even topics that you want to hear about. I would love to hear that. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys come back to hear a little more. Now that Anchor has a new feature of leaving a voice message, I would love to hear if you've ever been in a situation where someone showed you their true colors and how you reacted. I need all the help I can get because, you know, your girl needs help in just having that assertiveness and knowing how to react during certain situations. Thank you so much for tuning in and until next time.